The question we want to answer is, what is a church? Is it a place? Is it a people? Is it a set of doctrines? Is it a, a bell on top of a steeple? Is it, is it where the kids go into one room and the youth go into another and the adults go into another? Is it a book of sacred songs, sacred words, sacred thoughts? Or is it something more? When Jesus promised to build his church, he used the word ecclesia. What is an ecclesia? It's a gathering. It's people who were once scattered, divided, multiplied in ways that were fruitless, that came together in one place at one time for a cause. Not, not a cause made by somebody from a stage, but the cause that emerged as people discovered who they were, what they were saved from became what they were saved for. And in doing so, they began to join together. Freedom Center Church is not a place. It's not a steeple. It's, it's not a time. It's not a tradition. It's a movement. It's something God is doing in many places, through many people, in various times. We invite you to enjoy the vision for 2023 of Freedom Center Church, the Ecclesia of God. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, this is Pastor Josh here um, with Pastor Jim. Hey. And this is not something that we've done in a little bit of time here no. in a while. But, Pre-COVID um, probably, right? Since we did a podcast together? Think, well, we did the Prop 3-1 a couple of months oh, ago. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then probably before that was pre-COVID. So it's been a while. But um, So every week we, we release a podcast for you guys, and normally it's the sermon. Right. So... Um, this past week was a special Sunday at Freedom Center. It was our Vision Sunday. And so every year for Vision Sunday, we really say vision presentation, which is generally right. a 20 to 30 minute long video, yeah. just kind of explaining um, what we're doing, where we're going, who we are. And right. so yeah. uh, when we listened to that and we looked at it, we noticed that that didn't really translate that well through podcasts to so just take the audio from that and throw it into here. Right. So we came up with the idea today of what if we record a podcast and we just talk about some of the things that were in that video and right kind on. of give the listener that maybe only listens to the podcast or only checks out the app uh, just an idea of where Freedom Center is going and what we're uh, what we're doing. Right so, I think, too, our, our radio audience, right? There's a huge yep. radio audience down in Lexington, Cincinnati, Albany, New, New York. York. Yeah. yeah. And, and so to, to just play something, a 20-minute video that was beautifully visual. Matter of fact, if you... If you didn't see it and you want to see it, where would they go? Where do they yeah, find it? Yeah, so we're going to post it, just the video itself, to YouTube at some point this week. Yeah. Um, if you just go to the Vision service that was streamed on Sunday and you fast forward about 20 minutes into it, you'll find it. Yeah. But at some point this week, we'll be uploading just the video itself that you can go and watch yeah. on, our, on our YouTube Yeah, really. Channel. It was wonderfully done by our, by our department that handles that stuff. They yeah. travel all over the place. And uh, why don't you mm -hmm. recap that? What was in the video? Yeah, so um, this year's video, we were really struggling with just what to film this right. year for some reason the inspiration some some years it comes really easily and other years it's like pulling teeth and this was a, yeah. a pulling teeth year and so um december i was just praying one day and um i felt like we were trying really hard to find the story to tell right instead of just realizing that the story was right in front of us and mm. the story was let's tell the story of all these freedom center campuses now yeah. like we have people that 
have been coming to the Fenton location for 25 years, and they've never stepped foot in our new Linden campus, and yeah. they never will. Yeah. They've never stepped foot in our Grand Blank campus that's been around for a couple of years, and they never will. Yeah. They definitely have never gone to Pontotoc, Mississippi before, <laughs> and they probably never will. So yeah. let's tell the story of all of these great places that are doing great things for the kingdom, right. uh, but people are never going to experience them on their own. And so that's what we did. We went from campus to campus and kind of filmed the experience. The, my favorite part of it is almost all of the campuses, we filmed somebody that wasn't a pastor, somebody yeah. that was an attender at, at the service. Yeah. So I love, too, that, that without any coaching, I was a part of some of that, not all of that, but yeah. I got to be in, in Tupelo and Pontac and so forth. But without any solicitation, like we want you to say these words or phrases to express yep. Freedom Center's heart. They, as normal questions were asked, a variety of questions, what came out was that, that ecclesia, that, that church, that, uh, that heart, you know, a scattered people who came together for a common purpose. Right. And although people in, you, know, you say people from Fenton won't be going to Tupelo, Mississippi anytime soon. Well, if they ever did, they walk in and they would feel that, yeah. that same sense of home and yeah. and everybody values that in their in their interviews if you will they talk about right. man they just a heart for outreach we want to bless people we want to help people everybody's welcome here kind of yeah. stuff it was neat yeah so let's just dive right into it then let's yeah. start with that tupelo um Pontotoc campus <clears throat> yeah. you were a part of that trip um you got the blessing of being able to fly me and my team <laughs> got to drive uh so we left sunday after church and got there Monday afternoon. You yeah. left Monday mid-afternoon and got there Monday afternoon. And beat you there by 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you took less time, but we uh, we got to enjoy it more. We, uh, yeah. we earned it more than you did. Well, I felt so. bad because it was four guys plus all the gear, all the cameras and yep. lights and all stuff. And, and when we got to the airport, what they had available was only like giant SUVs. So you guys drove right. your electric Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. You know, what was it 10 hours, 12 hours? No, it was... 14 hours, 14 hours. Yep. And, and I pull up with, with, uh, with your brother, yep. JD, and yep. we're driving a giant SUV right. <laughs> and right. like, Hey, how's it going guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I think what I got out of that, our, our Pontotoc campus and pastors, uh, Greg and Shay down there, they just love people. And, and yep. one of the things they have family in the Fenton area, that's how they heard about us to begin with. And they yep. came to church and then they went back and they would go to their home church and then they would watch online because they just wanted to continue that that vein, you know, that yeah. relationship. And so in, in a due course of time, our, our group's pastor who was over our campuses said, Hey, you guys ever thought about just being a campus? Cause you, yeah. you are not, not just, you like the podcast or watching the sermons. You are us. Yeah. You just talk funny. Right. You know, you, you just have right. a Southern, you talk slow and you know, yeah. but you are us. You ever thought about being us in Pontotoc? And, and as they told the story, they said, well, we'll pray about it. And they, they talked, they prayed. Well, I had kind of misunderstood, I guess, somewhere yeah. along the line that they, either somebody said it's almost a yes or it's a yes. So I announced the Sunday, I said, next Sunday, we have a great announcement. We're going to be launching a new campus. And I guess she turned to him and said, did we make a decision? I, I don't remember yeah. making a decision, yep. you know, but uh, it pushed them over the edge and sure. it all worked out for the best. And yeah. they have a great heart and they, uh, they love people really well, and that's what they talked about in their interview. Was, yeah, I had never met them before. Oh, we, you hadn't. I didn't we know talked. That. We talked because obviously we had to schedule a shoot. We didn't mm -hmm. just show up and say, "Hey, we want to interview you guys." Yeah. Um, but I've never, I've not that I've never, but going to their house 
you just felt loved right away. Yeah. The second you got in, it was, do when you take our shoes off, you can do whatever you want to. You want to take them off, don't take them off. Yeah. Here's all these different drinks that we have. Here's all this different food. Do you yeah. need a pillow for where you're sitting? Like, yeah. <laughs> all that. She's covered in sweat because she's trying to take care of us. But um, yeah. it felt like being in a home where they just yeah. really value you and care about you. And I know that that wasn't because we're pastors at Freedom Center. That's no. just who they treat right. people. And, um, and true or false, the greatest strawberry shortcake recipe in the history of the world <laughs> was waiting for us. We all had yeah. multiple helpings after. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously people aren't seeing the video that are hearing yeah. this. Paint a picture of of Tupelo, of Pontotoc. You were there. We yeah. got to drive around a little bit. What, what does that area remind you of? What does it feel like? Yeah, it, it reminds me of a lot of uh, towns that were built in the 20s through the 50s. So brick buildings, downtown, the town square, uh, a memorial with all the veterans' names on it that, that died in the various wars that were from there. Uh, a lot of vacant commercial property, you know, or just the downstairs is uh, a flower shop, but the upstairs has obviously been vacated. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say poverty, and I wouldn't say yeah. wealth, and I wouldn't say middle class. It yeah. depends on what you're looking at. Uh, not a lot of subdivisions as we were right. looking for how do we reach people here I'm looking for a subdivision and you can't find them either. Yeah. Everybody kind of owns some property and some acreage and yeah. over that hill, there might be 10 houses, but sure. Um, but I, I think, I think the thing that struck me the most when I was there was um, it's hurting, you know, mm-hmm. I, Tupelo is where Elvis Presley was born. We got yep. to go, you know, we actually filmed at his, his, where the house he was born in the assemblies of God church that he went to as a boy. Mm-hmm. And, but everywhere you look, it's, it's on the verge what would you say on the verge of either really going up or really going down is yeah. what it felt like every business, yep. every home, every yard, yeah. every person we met, it seemed like it wouldn't take much to push them towards a greater success or yeah. utter failure. Yep. And, and really so that the need then for a church that, that isn't just the three songs and the sermon and the announcements and the, right. that something much realer than the norm is required yeah. there because the problems are real. I mean, the addictions, the depression, suicides, yep. the the clannish kind of um, us against them, yep. you know, the insecurity of local churches. Like when they found yep. out there was going to be a new church in town, they're like, no, 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 it's we don't need any more churches. And they're not right. doing anything to attract anyone that's in any church. They're yeah. literally just trying to do outreach mm-hmm. to help people that, that have no church home and don't know Jesus. Yeah. And even that's like, no, no, we, you know, us four and no more. Right. And lots of churches, too. The other thing I guess I noticed is on every other street corner, man, there is yeah. first this and second that and St. Those. And it's their church. <laughs> what would they say? 16 churches in a in a on the like within Tupelo, which is a town of 8000 yeah. people. It was I don't really remember, but I remember just seeing a lot of churches yeah. everywhere that we went. Yeah. So thoroughly church and on the verge of disaster. How's that yep. sound? You know, <laughs> right. is what it felt like. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, it's like they said it in the video, but they're just. They want to be something different. They yeah. want to be for people that are hurting and lost, but don't want to step foot in the church yeah. because God would never forgive me for A, B, and C. But yeah. I'll go to your house in your living room and talk about it. Right. You know, and kind of creating that relationship from there. So yeah. don't want to talk about it for too long because we have a lot of topics to yeah. get through. But Pastor Shay and Greg, super proud of you guys. We're praying for you. We're going to do a trip down there at some point this yeah. year. We haven't planned that, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that. No, let's do it. I'm with saying you. that we're going to plan a trip there to help 
get some momentum going. Do I do I get to started. fly or do I have to drive in your jeep? No, I think I have to drive this time. Okay. To earn it this time. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a mission trip, there must be suffering. Yeah. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about uh, the Grand Blank campus. Though. Yeah. That was cool. That was a Very shorter cool. story that we got to tell at the beginning. But um, a couple years ago, for a vision presentation, we were in Arizona. We were going up Prayer Mountain, and you were talking about this yeah. new idea of these home campuses, of, um, and somebody that heard that and it stuck out to him right away was Jim Parkin. Yes. Yeah. Pastor Jim Parkin Pastor now, Jim, yeah. who um, is a huge part of the EMS community here. And he started this grand blank campus and it started as a dream with him and his wife and nobody really there. Yeah. And the, the Monday night that we went to go get B roll, there were probably 20 people yeah. there. So it's gone yeah. from kind of a dream yeah. of yours to yeah. him hearing it in a dream of his yeah. to now this reality that's, that's happening. And so yeah. we didn't interview Jim, we interviewed somebody that went to his church and why he liked that church compared to other churches. Right. So I want to hear just a little bit yeah, about well, your thoughts I, I about I think the Grand thing Blank that makes campus. Grand Blank very different than most congregations is everybody there, everybody there is in the in the community that deals with the things that no one's created to have to see. So yeah. you've got police officers, combat veterans, uh, EMS guys. Mm -hmm. And so if you tell somebody that's been through you put somebody in combat, you put somebody in an in a, a unsafe area as a police officer, they are on, man. Their head's yeah. on on a swivel, and they're looking constantly. And so to put them in a loud, crowded, uh, dark you know, space sure. called church, yeah. man, that, that's hard on people. So right. we recognize people were not coming to church, or if they did, they wanted to stand against the back wall. And yeah. so, you know, why does everybody want to stand against the back wall? As we got to know them, we realized... There are people that, that just are not comfortable in louds and crowds, right. you know? So Jim said, I, not only did I think I should do the, the, the home campus, I think we should, we should provide a specific environment for people that have been through stuff. And yeah. as you can imagine, they're tighter together than, yeah. than they are with, with anywhere else they can go. Because, you know, if you, if you work in an EMS community or you're a funeral director or, you know, you work for child protective services, like there's, there's things you have to laugh about. Yep. You know, if you work in a morgue, there's sure. things you have to laugh about, but no one else would get. Yeah. And, and so being in a room full of people that get it and they can worship Jesus together and, and every message not only has a context that would be for the general population, it has another one for their community as well. And so that's, that is the grand blank campus and it's beautiful, man, how they, how they, how they have knit themselves together. I think one of the things that's interesting too, when you look on the presentation, it looks like maybe there's not 20 people, but maybe seven. And yeah. the reason is because why? Uh, because when we went to film them, most of the people there said, I don't want my face to be yeah. shown. On yeah. the, on the I don't want the general population to know where I'm going to be at a specific time. Yeah. Right. Because yep. that puts everybody here in danger. Right. So you can imagine, right? I mean, that, that is just a, a different dynamic. And yet, it's a beautiful thing, you know. Jesus is doing there with Jim and Carrie, and yeah. and the, and the people that and they're serving together wonderfully, and they're reaching out of the community. And I, I think we've reached a, a point of critical mass where the growth is going to be ongoing now, and not just struggling to get it started. Right. I think now it is. It has a great reputation. Uh, he is the chaplain now for both uh, the fire department and the EMS company that he works for. Yeah. So when someone needs to talk about what they just went through, it's going to be him. Yeah. whom they talk to and he can say, and by the way, on Monday night, you know, yep. there's a group of people that have been through hell too. I want you to come yeah. visit heaven with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, great job, Pastor Jim and Carrie, you guys are doing yeah. 
incredible, and uh, we're just excited. They've actually been, Pastor Jim, we were just kind of a joke in the creative department, but he has been in every single vision, vision presentation <laughs> that we have shot to this yeah. point. So yeah. we're like, who do we film for the Grand Blank Camps this year? Like, let's find somebody else that's actually a part of it now that they, this is a real thing that's happening. So, yeah. But anyway, super proud of you guys. Let's uh, yeah. keep moving keep going. Yeah. now, uh, and we're going to talk about the radio show. So this yeah. is one that I think uh, I'm going to guess most people that come to church here on a Sunday had no idea. Yeah. I know we say you know, good morning to the radio show and yeah. good morning to Pana Talk, but people don't really realize um, what exactly that means. And I think you even said, like, I didn't realize no. what that meant. It was sobering. when. Yeah. when so, yeah, so John Yanger has uh, been a friend for 27 years, mm-hmm. and it was actually on the pulpit committee. The first contact I had with this church, Freedom Center Church, was from John Yanger. I thought yeah. he was a telemarketer, so I, I acted horribly and, and, and was just kind of mocking like, I'm going to waste your time if you're going to waste mine. I found out he was the chairman of a pulpit committee, and uh, he, he allowed yeah. me the grace to start over again. <laughs> um, but he owns a series of radio stations around the kind of Midwest. And yeah. he, um, for years, said, hey, why don't, you, why don't you put Freedom Center on the air? And you got to remember, this is a day, you know, you go back 20, 25 years ago when he first offered. Christian radio is a, is a predictable list yeah. of seasoned veterans who, or they're the local guy who thinks he's something and he, it's really bad, sure. but we were neither of those things. We were just us. And yep. so the thought that we would be us in front of the potential of millions of people was, I, I, don't, I didn't think we represented what Christian radio should be Yeah. because I, I say words I shouldn't say sometimes. I don't mean right. I'm, I cuss from the platform. I don't sure. do that. I, but I, you know, I make fun of cats or, you know, for only $22 a month, you can rescue this dog. Well, for a 22 caliber shell, you can shoot the dog yeah. and everybody. So I'll <laughs> say stuff like that in a church yeah. service. And we think it's funny, but it's us. But you would never put that on like sure. Christian radio. Yeah. And so John said, hey, I think we can do this. So yeah. it took years and years and years. And finally, about seven, eight years ago, we said, OK. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And, and so do you want me to tell the one story about the gift? Yeah, I think I think just introing that is this is probably my favorite story that we told yeah. in this year's presentation and something that I didn't even really realize until we started interviewing it. But anyways, some, like uh, Pastor was just saying, Lexington, Kentucky is one of yeah. those areas where we have a radio show that people listen to. And so there's a faithful listener that was listening to it. And then I'll kind of let you take it. From yeah. So there. he's praying one day and wants to do something for God. And for some reason we're on his heart and he writes a check for $500, which is yeah. generous. I mean, he'll never walk in the door. He'll never nope. come to Fenton. We'll never yeah. go to Lexington. Not only him. will he never walk in the door. I tried to uh, contact him to interview yeah. him for this. And yeah. He said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Like yeah. I, I don't have anything to hide, but I, I'm not the type of person to be in front of right. the camera. Yeah. So he writes this check. He sends it to us uh, as COVID is just starting the lockdowns. Yeah. So that $500 is, um, we don't know what to do with it. It's, it's radio show money and there's not a lot of radio show money. It's not, right. you know, it doesn't cost us anything on the radio, but we don't, you know, there's not huge donations or anything. So, yeah. you know, what do we do with this? Well, it just so happened that we were in touch with a lot of local businesses, including restaurants that were closed. This mm-hmm. is before PPP. This is before you're just out of business. Yeah. And so, at the same time, we have a lot of people in the medical community, and they have to work doubles. So they're working 16-hour shifts, and they brought a sandwich for 16 hours, and all the right. restaurants and the hospitals are closed. So we said, what if what if we give money to local restaurants to keep them in business? 
and we'll feed the the three shifts at the three hospitals. Well, you know, $500 does that for about, you know, half yeah. a breakfast. Right. Um, so what we told the congregation and we put it in there and the congregation gave about $30,000 yeah. over the course of the next couple of months. So we, we kept it going and let's, let's feed more meals and the restaurants were great about it and yeah. very grateful for it. The, the doctors, nurses and so forth, they were grateful for it. And then uh, the Mott Foundation, which if you're not from Michigan, Mott applesauce, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a huge billions and billions of dollars of endowment that creates millions and millions of dollars worth of interest that has to be given away in the Flint area. Mm -hmm. And one of their charter things is we do not work with churches. And you can imagine why it wasn't the wishes of the founder, but churches, churches need to share a burden rather than just getting a million dollar check or something. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's we, we grow when we, when we sacrifice and serve together. So I'm grateful that they came up with that. But they um, they called us and said, hey, we understand you're feeding and keeping restaurants open in the Flint area, and we, we want to partner with you uh, against our charter. They yeah. broke their own rule, and they wrote a check for $100,000. Yeah. They continued that again for another series of, of uh, really until people could get food. Yeah. So $130,500 yeah. came in and it started with a $500 gift. Yeah. They got the idea off the ground right. to feed one shift, one meal, yeah one time to bless one restaurant right. became a driving force of keeping businesses yeah. open during COVID. It didn't start with a $500 gift. It started with an idea from yeah. somebody at the church. And then you finally saying yes to that idea yeah. to going to a listener to then $500 and, it's crazy. and all of that. So yeah. it's yeah. a seed, right? Literally the seed yep. of $500 was that 2000 times, right. you know, I'm just saying the seed of just obedience of, Hey, I'm not the right guy for the radio. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, fine, oh, yeah. we'll do it. Like, God already knew that COVID was going to happen in 2020 and yeah. this was going to be a solution to helping, yeah. helping get us through that and, you know, make such a great impact and do way more than we could have financially. It's ever, crazy. Yeah. Ever done. It's yeah. pretty great. Beyond so, all expectations, right? Yeah. Just exceedingly abundantly. Yep. Yeah. So John kind of ended that one saying, you know, these are the locations that we're in right now. And we're, if there's ever an opportunity to expand our location, that yeah. we'll, we'll do it. But right now there's millions of people that are under our radio yeah. waves that, um, can hear us every single day of the week if they want to at some point and, yeah. and find Jesus. That was way. sobering. Yeah. Was that sobering for you too? No, because I'm not the one they're listening oh, yeah. to. Yeah, it was so, sobering yeah, it was... for me that there's that somebody's scrolling across the dial on the radio um, and might come across something that we're talking like right now. Yeah. This may be on somebody's radio right yeah. now. They will never meet. They'll never walk through the door, but they're making right. decisions about what they believe and who they are and who God is to yep. them. And it's... To me, it was a sobering moment. When he said that, I remember it wasn't like, yay, millions. It was like, oh, crud. Right. Like, we better we better pray a lot more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Right. All right, well, let's move on to the next campus then uh, that we got to talk about. And I know this one's, this has been like our new puppy. So it's, it's been exciting. <laughs> but it's the new puppy too, right? So like yeah. he's on the rug and you're like, you got to go outside. You can't be yeah, on the rug. Right. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, our Linden campus yeah. that we just were able to open here. I think we've officially, officially, like we've been yeah. serving in it for a couple of months, but it's like officially our campus. It is now. Now. Yeah. And so we got to hear two very different stories from the Linden campus. There's the couple that just started coming to the Linden campus when it mm -hmm. officially became a Freedom Center campus. Yeah. And then there's the other couple that have been going there since 2013 and yeah. have seen the multiple changes yeah. of different leadership in that church and kind of seeing where it is now. Yeah. So curious what stuck out to you with, with that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I just, we, we have wanted for years to, um, it will, any, any way to build the kingdom will do it, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's a jail ministry, if it's a Coney Island you know, watching center where they can go to the restaurant and watch it on TV on Sunday mornings, if it's online, if it's podcast. So 
you know, something that, that rarely happens, but I think we need to be positioned for it in the future as a congregation with a building, with property, with a handful of people gets to a place of critical mass where I don't think we're going to be able to do this again. Yeah. Uh, I don't, we don't have a leader. Um, sometimes something as simple as a hot water heater, yeah. it just breaks it. Like we don't have the $500, right. $1,000 to fix something. Um, volunteers doing the best they can. And we came across that in a neighboring town on the other side of us called Holly. Yeah. And they offered us a debt-free building, um, you know, everything in place, ready to go for church the next week. And we had to say no because we lacked the vision. Mm-hmm. And, and at the time, we lacked the capital, the the money on hand yeah. to fix the roof that was leaking, to get right. things in order, you know, to pave yep. the parking lot. And so we, we just said, no, we can't do it. And it broke right. my heart. It's now owned by a secular yeah. business. It's no I was longer just about a to church. Say, I know that that one bothered you. Oh, yeah. So we, we just said that'll never happen again. Yeah. As, as long as it's up to us, by the grace of God, we will never let that happen again. So it happened again, only this time through Kingdom Builders. We mm-hmm. had money set aside for opportunities. There's yeah. there's a certain amount of money that we're always trying to get it in and get it out because it's not here to serve us. It's not here to make us feel safe. Yeah. It's, it's here to advance the kingdom. But right. we all we also know that if there isn't, uh, you know, some cash on hand for opportunities like a, you know, a tornado, uh, a hurricane. Those yep. are opportunities. Not right. another crisis, but we, we can't start raising money over the next six weeks. We have to have it on hand when the crisis hits. Yep. So we had some money set aside and they said, do you want this? And it, we didn't pray about it very long. We said, yes, we do. Yeah. Put one of our long term staff pastors as the leader out there, Jason McKay. Yep. And he's our campus pastor. But it's different. It's not a home church. Yeah. It is an auditorium or a sanctuary. It yeah. has a children's area, six acres. It's on the river. Yeah. It's got a couple homes on the property, you yeah. know. But it, it, it's it's different than anything we've ever done because yeah. it's far more substantial cost-wise yeah. than a home campus, which costs us nothing, right. and and but not nearly what the headaches and overheads of, of the main campus yeah. or the, I don't know what you call this, the Fenton campus, we'll sure. just call it that. So it, it was a huge leap of faith, and our mm-hmm. congregation joyfully, joyfully took it together. Yeah. And it's it's so much fun. We just had our membership class, and about what about... Half of the people, forty percent of the yeah. people, were yeah, from our Linden campus. Yeah, that are that are new to the church or or been there for a long uh-huh. time. But uh, every time and the word Linden was mentioned, they all went, "Yay!" They all shouted together, right. like you right. know, like we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? You know. Yeah. So it's it's been fun. I, it, giving birth to that was. I got some stretch marks on my soul and on my wallet, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change a thing. Right. You know? I think my favorite part about the Linden campus is that it feels like Freedom Center. It does. If somebody yeah. says they walk into this building and there's a thousand people and they say it's just too big for me, yeah. there's another smaller one 15 minutes away that yeah. feels exactly the same, except yeah. it's a hundred people in the room instead yeah. of a thousand people. And what's neat, like you're saying, it's it's just as much home there. You feel the Holy Spirit. You feel the anointing that's on this place there. Yeah. Uh, on the people, there's that love, there's hugs and coffee and cookies, the same thing you'd feel right. because people bring that with them, you know? Yeah. But the thing that I think it has, it's an advantage over the Fenton campus is, is with a hundred people in the building, you're going to get to know a hundred people. Yeah. And here there's a thousand people you're, you might get to know a hundred people. Right. But that means nine out of 10, you have no idea who they are, right. what their story is. And it seems like one of the things we've been saying a lot lately is when God wants to do something really big in somebody's life, he often puts them in a smaller environment. Yeah. So things that happen in rows of pews are wonderful, but things that happen in circles of friends are more wonderful. Yeah. Things that happen one-on-one are even more wonderful. Right. So the odds of going here, not making a friend, even though we're very friendly, 
Um, it's it's not outside the possibilities, uh, yeah. you know, the realm of possibilities. To go there and not make a friend, you need to take a bath. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Something like like something's wrong with you because right. everybody out there is filled with love, yep. and they're they're so excited when a new person walks through the door. And by yep. the end of the by the time you leave, you'll have three new friends or ten new friends or be invited to lunch. You know? Right? Yeah. I think really quickly um, before we get to the the Kingdom Builders pamphlet because I do want to talk about the the, yeah. the book for the week or for the year. Um, Let's talk about the Fenton campus. We we've talked yeah. about the story of every campus, but but the main one. Just what are some things that you you're you're seeing currently that you're excited about just yeah. within our community here at you know, the church? It's, it's funny. I I have felt for 27 years like we had the right vision. So when you say what's the vision for 2023, it, it's yeah. I, we've never once said scrap everything prior to this year. Let's start over again because right. it's just been it's bedrock biblically. Yeah. Uh, it's fruitful practically. Um, we love it. it it's, mm-hmm. it's a blessing to us. So we're going to win the lost at any cost. It doesn't cost us our belief. That's yeah. that's going to be the mantra to the day we die. We're going to be a church that reaches out to people that, that have a lot of questions or, or a lot of unbelief about yep. Jesus. Right. I think the other thing is we, we've got the same beliefs in our environments, the love God, love people, love to serve our GPS the love God environment being the big one, the yeah. love people being a, a family room setting yep. and the loving to serve, you know, discovering what God made you to be and right. then placing you in environments that make you make the most sense. So I yeah. love kids. Then don't, don't make me on the, the bus maintenance detail. You know, yeah. I, I love greeting people at the door. Oh, you should work in the nursery. You right. know, we want people right. that love nursery kids to enjoy yeah. ministry in the nursery and stuff. So I, I, the, those are bedrock for us. Those are unchanging. But when we talked about what's kind of, what do we feel God's leaning into for us to emphasize in 2023? The phrase that came to us kind of midway 2022 was, I believe God really wants us to take really good care of people. Yeah. And so that has, that's such a broad brush, right? right. What does that mean? Does that mean yeah. the music will be louder or softer or that, you know, but, but really, really developing um, care at a higher level. So we, mm-hmm. we get into the, the guide for 2023 and, and, yeah. and I'm holding it in my hand right now. It says kingdom builders on it and it's got uh, local global and um, future are the yeah. three categories with projects. And I remember yeah. when I was a kid and we talked about this Sunday, but we used to like, like end of October, beginning of November, we get the Montgomery awards or Sears or Toys R Us catalog. You call, yeah. You, you kept saying Toys R Us, but I think even now for even younger people, a- a- Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yep. But it's the, it's the, pictorial brightly colored shiny yeah. uh, list to covet for you know what i mean and yep. you and I, what i did is i'd circle things and i'd dog your pages and i'd show right. them, you know grandma hey mom this is what i you know what i want yeah. and you know anybody who'd listen to me that those are the things i wanted so i circled a big wheel that i later on got i circled yeah. the hot wheels or lincoln logs and right. and in christmas morning it was so such magic to open up and see the things that i'd circled yeah. were now mine you know and that, and for some reason i've never done this before but i picked up this and that's what it felt like yeah. it felt like this isn't a list of bills and i need to pick which ones i'm going to pay this is a list of gifts yeah. and I, and i and i i get to i get to talk to god God yeah. gets to talk to me about what I'm supposed to be a part of. So right. I plan on funding some of these. I plan yeah. on supporting all of these. Yeah. I plan on praying for all of these. I plan yep. on sending like some of part of this is kids going to camp. Mm-hmm. You know, I plan on like mom and I plan on funding a certain number of kids to go to camp. Yeah. Well, I don't have to wait for them to come back from camp to start enjoying that. I'm, right. I'm excited now yeah. about the trek I get to write in the near future, the praise I get to prayer between, between now and then the, yeah. as I'm, as I'm interacting with students, I'm wondering if it's going to be this kid I get to sponsor or that student I get to sponsor. Right. It's, 
and, and single moms is in here. Missions trips are in here. Yeah. Missionaries are in here. And for some reason, instead of this being some demand on my resource, it's, it isn't, it's an invitation. Yeah. And that's, that's a new one for me. Like yeah. I, maybe it's another level or it's a different perspective. I don't know, but right. I, I don't know I'm if excited. you saw, but the first one that you mentioned from the stage when you, you picked it up was single moms yeah. and you could see the, the groups of single moms that sit in the same place yeah. every week. And they were just like. Right. So giddy that that was the first yeah. thing that you mentioned was single moms ministry. You well, it's funny. It's, it's the num- It's the first thing listed in the right. whole. Deal. It's not alphabetical. Right. I really don't know how they came up with the order. Yeah. But I open it up, and the first thing I look at upper left hand corner is the single, single moms. moms. Right. But it, yeah, I remember. It's funny that the woman who leads our single moms ministry now. Yeah. Years ago, in an abusive, um, I, I, another religion, not not Christian marriage. Yeah. And um, escaped with her life and her kids, mm-hmm. and that's it. Clothes on her back her kids and her life. Yeah. She's now completed two master's degrees. Right. Uh, but in the middle of all of that despondency and loneliness and difficulty and sacrifice and challenge, we, we borrowed three, three limousines from the local funeral homes. Yeah. They were like brand new hundred thousand dollar limos, yeah. um, had a, had a glamor night for them where they outfits and makeup and yeah. jewelry. And, you know, they got all gussied up, took a bunch of pictures and they didn't know this. And then the limousines pulled up and they got into the limousines yep. and we, we made a deal with a local Japanese steakhouse. So it was just us at these right. tables and we spoiled them rotten. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now, you know, to see where she has come from and all the hard work that's taken her to get to where she is, yeah. the grace of God on her life. I, we are excited about single moms ministry. Yeah. So I, you would never guess too, just hearing her, the history of her story. Like she's just one of the nicest people I've ever yeah. met in the entire world. You have no idea yeah. how much pain that, that she's gone through. And it's like only Jesus, right? right like on. That's the only way that, that yeah, she that tells that the story with a smile on her face. I'm crying. I want to take a baseball bat to her ex. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, but she doesn't, I mean, you don't, I didn't get that from her. Yeah. Uh, justice has been served by Jesus hanging on a cross. Yeah. And I forgive those who've wronged me. It's, yeah. She's an amazing woman of God. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, but I mean, other things are in here. We're going to Rome on a missions trip. We've got local yeah. missions. We've got our youth groups. Yeah. Uh, we got our, our, I guess people would know it as vacation Bible school. We call it explore camp. But it's, yep. it's a thousand, like the last night, Friday night, it's a thousand yeah. children and parents packed in a room with 500 chairs. And if you're the fire marshal, it's only 499 people <laughs> in there. And 898 is our number. I'm is it 898? Sure. Okay, good. So like it's, it's 897 then. I'm pretty right. sure <laughs> right. what the number yeah. is. But it's packed. Everything that's going in your lungs has oh. been in five other people's lungs. It's chaos. It's, and, yeah. and you preach the gospel and parents, grandparents, kids come to Jesus. So it there's so many... Mo- I guess I've lived long enough to know what these moments feel like when I'm there. Yeah. I know what it feels like to open a gift on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting for Christmas morning to enjoy this year's Kingdom right. Builder Guide. I'm enjoying it today. Yeah. And I'll enjoy it every day. I'm putting up Christmas lights in my soul, even though it's yeah. only Halloween. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. To enjoy these things. Awesome. Well, uh, if you're listening to this and you're nowhere in the area, there is a digital version of this booklet that Pastor Jim's holding and talking about. Obviously, if you're in the area and for some reason you just weren't able to be here Sunday, um, the wall that was the Miracle Sunday wall is now the Kingdom Builders wall and those guides are there. But uh, this Sunday coming up is Commitment Sunday. We're going to make some commitments to the things that we believe God has called us to 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 commit to in 2023. So the staff is praying with their families, with their kids about um, what we want to do. And we would encourage anybody listening to this and anybody that's part of the church to do the exact same thing. Because um, like Pastor said, it's just, it's a catalog full of dreams that are in our hearts that we believe are from God to help take really good care of people and to change the world. Isn't it weird to think that right now there's somebody driving down the street in Lexington, Kentucky or... 
you know, Albany, New York, or Cincinnati, sure. Ohio, thinking, hi, I just heard the story, you know, yeah. about the guy that wrote a check and it became right. $130,500 yeah. of keeping businesses open. So just, yeah. I just would encourage anybody who's listening, this is not a, a fundraising moment. This no. is a faith-raising moment. Yep. Like, believe that God can do great things through the simple things you do. Believe yeah. it. And if you if you have a home church, give that money to your home church and see what God does with that. Don't, yep. don't just sponsor a radio ministry. Right. If, if you have a home church, man, just but plant seeds of generosity and faith wherever you go yeah. and live long enough to see those things come to pass and yeah. you get excited about moments like this one. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, I think that'll uh, kind of close the podcast for today. I don't know when we'll hear from, uh, when you'll hear from us again, <laughs> uh, but obviously this Sunday we have services at 9 and 11, Pastor Carl's preaching, and then yeah. and Linden, we have the 11 o'clock service, Graham Blank's got the Monday night service, and the radio show and online and all that good stuff. Uh, there's plenty of places yeah, to find us. Talk at 9 a.m. Yeah. I don't know what time they meet. We'll have to figure, it's yeah. a different time zone. So yeah, that's a, true too. It's yeah. all different. Yeah. So um, until then, be blessed. Have a great week, and we will talk to you soon.